Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. As the Seahawks make preparations for their final preseason game against the Chargers this Saturday, we heard this week from coaches Pete Carroll, Clint Hurt, Shane Waldron, and Ken Norton Jr. Let's start off with the Seahawks offensive coordinator and hear what he has to say about the return of Travis Homer and what that means for the running back competition. It's another position. It's, it's a great competition because so many guys have done such a nice job. You know, Travis, the first thing you see out here is how fast he is. You know, we'll, we'll see when everything gets going with pads on, all that stuff for him uh, when he can really let loose. But he's another guy just like just like Colby's had some setbacks, but has been doing everything right to get back as quick as he can. Uh, he's in great shape right now. And you see it show up when he gets out there and gets a, a chance to start to get into the, the rhythm of, of football, not just workouts and rehab. Uh, so he's been doing a great job. And and then the rest of the running backs have all been doing a phenomenal job with Alex and and DJ showing up in the games in a, in a multitude of ways right there, whether it's special teams, catching the ball, running the ball. So he's been a, he's been a, 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 you know, just a great pleasure to be around, uh, you know, put another guy in DJ and Alex, same thing, Chris, all the running backs in that category of uh, with Rashad Penny coming back to in the mix of just doing the right thing so consistently that they're starting to reap the rewards in these practice settings of of understanding the system and, and really looking sharp. Here's what Pete had to say about Homer's return. I'm really excited about him coming back. You know, he's different than the other guys. He runs different. Uh, he's got his own style. He's really downhill. He's really fast. Um, such a tough football player and special teams in every aspect of our game. Everything we ever asked of him, he did really physically right. And uh, so he gives you kind of a different a, a different uh, mode kind of, you know. And, and uh, so I'm anxious just to see if we can get him back in here and he can feel comfortable and get him through the week and see where he fits. And, and uh, um, we know that he can contribute to our team. We know he's a good ball player. And uh, we love his toughness and all the, the versatility that he brings. So... Uh, he's a really good pass protector as well. And, and so, um, you know, he's got a lot of, there's a lot of positives. So we just got to wait and see how he does and how he handles it. And this will be like, okay, he got through today. How's he tomorrow? You know, how's he feeling? And then just do one day at a time until he starts building some days up. And we'll take a while on that to, to figure that out. Moving on to roster news, we saw a visit from a former Cincinnati Bengal defensive tackle. And head coach Pete Carroll gave some details about the Geno Atkins visit and why he may have left without signing a contract. Yeah, he went back home, but he had a really good workout. And uh, um, this guy's been around, you know, a great deal. He had, uh, you know, some things we had to look at, some medical things we had to look at. So it took some time to get it done. Uh, but he did work out for us and looked very good. He had a, a shoulder surgery last year that really something he played with during the season and uh, was able to get that repaired and labrum uh, tear. And, and uh, so he, he looked pretty good. So we'll see. I think the addition of Atkins would be huge. So hopefully once they get the medical information in order, hopefully that means there's a signing around the corner just in time for the start of the season. But the Seahawks did make another roster move this week and they traded with the Houston Texans, just a conditional seventh round pick, but they made a trade with the Texans for cornerback John Reed. He real steady um, has played nickel uh, shows versatility, played inside and outside Got really good speed. Um, been an active player. Um, we, 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 you know, we're continuing to seek depth and, and, uh, he had played for Tracy in, in Houston. And so he has some background on him and, and we knew kind of what we were getting. So it helps out. And now here's defensive coordinator, Ken Norton Jr. Talking about his initial impressions of the former Texan corner. Well, you could tell that he came in wanting to set a, uh, an impression. He was making some plays. Uh, he made himself, 
uh, be known. Uh, uh, so far, after one day, like you said, uh, is he, if anyone can make a really good first impression, he made a good one. Continuing on this focus on cornerbacks who are challenging for playing time, head coach Pete Carroll touched on the chance that Demarius Randall will have time to prove his worth against the Chargers on Saturday. Really anxious to see Demarius Randall. You know, we he missed some time, and so this is an important last couple of weeks. You know, and uh, to to see where he fits into the competition. Because in my mind, the whole time he's he's been here to compete for the starting spot, and I wanted to see what would happen. And and uh, he really hasn't been able to grasp that opportunity yet. So um, we're, we're gonna. It's not you know he was banged up, so he's gonna get a shot this week and see how he does, and and uh, just take it from there. And here's what Norton had to say about Randall. Just watching Demarius, you know, he's aggressive. He's really smart. Uh, he's a guy that uh, he wants to make the play. And he's he's eager to find the ball, you know. So it's, it's important for him to really understand the different times that he can make his plays because there's certain times that you have to stay on top. There's certain times that you can go and try to make a play. So it uh, it's important for him to really understand when those moments are. Um, but so far, you know, really like what we see. It's really good to see him put days after days together. Sometimes he would have a few days, then miss a day because of injury. But the last uh, week or so, he's been able to uh, really stack days. Let's finish off with some defensive line talk. Clint Hurt, the position coach for the defensive line, he talked about one of the players that he's most excited about, Rasheem Green. I've always been excited about his potential and seeing him scratch the surface. Rasheem, you know, really seems to have the light has come on. You know, and I'm knocking on wood that he keeps progressing that way because I'm so excited for him. Uh, but he's done really, really well. He's shown this, but he's a young defensive lineman. It takes time. You know, when we draft him, he's 20 years old. You know, so you think about it now, he's 24 years old going into his fourth year in the league now. And it takes time sometimes for guys to kind of figure it out and put the whole thing together. And it, and it seems like that's what's going on. He's really blossoming. So I'm excited for him. One of the reasons why he says he's excited is that after playing on the outside and on the inside of the defensive line, he thinks Green has found his home on the outside at defensive end. Uh, you know, it's really his, in 2018, we played him more at our Leo position. So in a stand-up role, that was Coach Norton's first year. So he played there then as a rookie. And then we were trying to find it, like, what's the best spot for him? You know, the following year in 2019, we had brought in Ziggy and Clowney. So we had a bunch of guys that play Leo spots. So it was like, okay, we got to find a new position to put Rasheem in. So he moved inside a little bit more and whatnot. And he was fine. I think he had a, he had some sacks that year, had some production, but he's really, he's found a home, you know, and this is where he's, uh, he's really flourishing. Things inside, and he's a tall guy. It can be a little harder for players with his height. He's, you know, roughly 6'5", um, but he's, he's found his spot. And it's, he's at an advantage now going against tight ends as opposed to taking on double teams with 300-pound guards and tackles. And finally, there were reports this week of DK Metcalf working with the defensive line and no He's not trying to be like Nick Ballore and just play everywhere on the field. Coach Hurt notes the similarities with what skills pass rushers and wide receivers both need to have as part of their game. I don't know if we're ever going to draft that high to get Leos that look like that dude. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, he's DK is awesome. You know, he's trying to help him with his releases and whatnot and with working with his hands. There's a lot of carryover, you know, releasing in the line of scrimmage as a wideout to pass rushing. Uh, so it was cool to get to do that with him. We, we've done that his rookie year. He wanted to get back to it. So that's something we'll consistently work on. But it would be cool if I had one that looked like that. I love the guys I got now, though, but he's a little different. And that's going to do it for today's show. Hopefully you enjoyed this more than the little bit of the national show that you got in your feed yesterday. 
apparently they thought it would be interesting to talk about Russell Wilson's history as a bread spokesperson. So uh, that may have something to do with all of these bread Twitter personalities that we're seeing on Twitter. I have no idea, but somehow it's made its way into the national SB Nation show. So you got a little taste of that, I suppose. A big thanks to Wilson Khan for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan, C-O-N-N. You can follow me on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. And I will be back tomorrow. We're going to switch over. We're going to talk about players tomorrow and what they had to say this week and talk a little bit about that going into this game on Saturday against the Chargers. So look forward to that. And until next time, go Hawks. Hawks.